Smart. You got to be efficient. Oh, yeah. So that's something our generation thinks about that our dads doesn't. <laughs> when I'm dad. on the farm, I'm like, all right, I'm going to get this thing going. But while <laughs> that's happening, what's this other small thing I can do while it's happening so I can do two things at once? <laughs> it's Instead because... of, oh, I'm just going to sit here for 20 minutes and do nothing while the tractor warms up. Instead of do these other things while the tractor warms up. <laughs> now I have 20 more minutes of work to do later that I could have had done. Because our generation has to work three jobs to to equal out their one. <laughs> True. So we're trying to like rush things along, get it done, get it done, be efficient with our time so we can spend more time on our next job. Yep. Bunch of bums. Yep. Yeah. They all made money selling beanie babies. <laughs> <laughs> Barry's really gonna appreciate this. I'm sure I'm definitely <laughs> not gonna get yelled at over that. <laughs> yeah, screw them. <laughs> Class of 75 could suck it. Wow. Wow. Whoa. All right. I'm just going to cut me talking shit out of all of that. And it's just going to be a long stretch of you talking. <laughs> just let shit that about be the cold open. That's our it. Fathers. Only that. And then the episode starts. <laughs> I feel like that's, uh, that's probably the class of 75 could suck it. <laughs> Welcome in. <laughs> uh, I love that I'm gonna hear an immediate response, and your dad, four years from now, will be like, "The hell was that about?" <laughs> oh man! Yep. Welcome in, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children and adults of all ages to episode 42, the Jackie Robinson episode of Backroads and Bonfires podcast. Sit with us for an hour or so, hour and 20 minutes and let us penetrate your ear holes, as Pat McAfee would say, and entertain (laughs) you. Dear Robinson family. Let's go, baby. We're sorry. How ironic was that quote, bro? Very, very, very ironic. Mm-hmm. Boom skis. Speaking of the 90s, isn't it ironic? Mm. Isn't it ironic? Mm-hmm. What a song. What a jam. All right. I am your host, Poopy Oobleschnoobs. Shocker. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I came up with in high school. Let's see. What did we? All right. So. What was that you like okay? Less, less than a minute. You're looking for a vein to shoot something up there? Or what are you I, doing? I wish um, it would help me get through this. Uh, no, <laughs> I was checking my imaginary uh, watch to see how long it took us to say the word poop. About less than a minute. Oh, we got it in within what three minutes? <laughs> I wouldn't say we. I would say you. I know that I led uh, you with we, but that was just to test you, and you failed. You yep. brought up poop, so thank you. Somehow it always makes its way in. Uh, and all I want it to do is get out, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. There it is. Teach you how I feel too when I'm walking to the toilet. Get out. <laughs> you know, I deserve that one. <laughs> I just wanted to get out. I'm sorry, audience. <laughs> I deserve that one. I wanted to do a pun and Adam <laughs> said, yeah, I'm, okay. You, this is what you wanted. So. Oh, I'm a sicko. There we go. Well, <laughs> admitting it is the first step. Yep. 
Joining me, hey, hashtag self awareness. <laughs> uh, Joining it, me is Urkel, Brett Hahn, the man I, who loves to talk about Browns. Uh, okay, <laughs> um, I was gonna, I don't know, just say that this the version of Urkel that never becomes Stefan and just do a little self hatred. But yeah, now we're talking about poop again, so I'm sorry. Sorry, everyone, <laughs> Robins and family, any of our listeners, children and adults of all ages, apparently. We're Swiss sorry. Family Robinson. Speaking of Robinson family, Swiss mm-hmm. Family Robinson. Mm-hmm. Epic. Mm-hmm. Epic little film from back sure. in the day that I rather enjoyed. Wasn't that a TV show, I thought? I don't know. Anyway. Don't know. <laughs> Erex Sean also joining us. Mr. <laughs> Stefan Hamer. How's it going, Erex? You better better say it again just to make sure you said it right. <laughs> Ooh, I get it now. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> I just got it. <laughs> this is genuine. Adam did not know yet. How about that? This you guys pulled. You guys. You guys got me. We did. This is not. This is not fake. It's full on. When you guys he got said me. it. When he said it, was, he screamed up. He did say it earlier, and I was literally us. googling that name to see who it was, <laughs> and then I got it. So I don't need to Google it anymore. Yes. I think he's just, Google, he's just Google it anyways, Pad, see what comes up. <laughs> he's going to pass on that one. Yes, if he was a rapper and we're like, oh, yeah, new guy. You've never heard of him, I'm sure. Oh, erection. Nice. Good. Uh, solid go. effort, Steve. Good. <laughs> Told you you wouldn't get it right away, huh? No, I, it took me reading yep. it twice, but Adam had time to read it more than once. <laughs> yep. <laughs> And just kept saying it. (laughs) (laughs) That is the most genuine laugh I've felt in a long time. Thank you, Steve. That's a a good uh, Christmas gift. I appreciate it. (laughs) This baby is off to a steaming hot start. I love it. (laughs) Yeah. Big pile of it. Yeah. Big. (laughs) So uh, (laughs) the cold, the cold weather's coming, boys. I it's think here. winter maybe is finally arriving. It's, it's here. I've yeah, got it like actually, an, it was rather chilly last night. I've got an inch of snow outside, and I'm not excited <clears throat> about it. Nice. We have no snow, and it's glorious. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and all the snow that was in the forecast, like five inches of it a few days ago, is all gone. Yeah, I'm sure it's, it's kind gonna... of tired of all this brown. Yeah, I love it. <laughs> the brown noise. Poopy Ubelschnoobs is sick of the brown. Oh, my That's... God, Ted. I wish you could see what, what just happened in that play. <laughs> was it special? Oh, yes. <laughs> um, so I went to um, the Spider-Man, the newest Spider-Man movie. No, Is it No Way Home? No Way Home. Last night. Fantastic. Fantastic mm-hmm. movie. Mm-hmm. Um, Agreed. Wanted for... And... Uh, couple things first of all had the worst popcorn experience my entire life (laughs) just got a big bucket of crumbs basically (laughs) ate about i ate about a third of the bucket and got sick of it just going all over me and next time i go to the movie theater i'm going to bring a spoon just in case and so that ruined the experience slightly because there's nothing i love more than a big old tub of greasy popcorn butter filled popcorn during a movie and 
couldn't even enjoy it because it was just crumbs. For somebody that enjoys eating chips and such with a spoon, how how has it taken you 30 years to finally call bullshit on movie theater popcorn and need a spoon for that? Yeah, I know. I've never, ever eaten popcorn with a spoon. Don't know what the deal is. It's very shocking. Rookie mistake. <laughs> um, I would like to get your guys' opinion. Okay. On something. There was a family that came in right when the movie was starting. And they had like, what looked not like the maybe previous a, actual movie. Actually, the movie was starting. Okay. And it looked like they had what maybe was like a, a two-year-old and a three or four-year-old with them. My first they, question, just because yes. why actually stay on topic? What time was the movie supposed to actually start? Wink, wink. You know, I mean, yeah. 7.20. Okay. And approximately what time where was this family rolling in? Oh, uh, I don't seven. I think I looked at my phone. So, oh, I do remember. It was like 7.38 by the time all previews and stuff were done. Yeah. The reason I know that is because my phone was in my pocket. And the Storm Lake Theater is is not state of the art. Uh, far like from bigger it. cities theaters are and no. the seats the are vista three is not the vista three and the armrests are a little narrow and stuff while my phone's <laughs> in my pocket my phone got wedged beneath the armrest and, st- and the started doing the i'm sorry i can't understand that can you please repeat that started doing that and making noise and i'm someone who prides myself on turning the volume all the way down and turning it to silent and so I'm in the middle of like 50 people and my phone's going crazy in my pocket. <laughs> but and I noticed the time when I pulled it out, like when these people were walking in. Then you feel like you're in a straight jacket. I'm you sorry. Can't, can't I didn't understand that command. Enough. Please say it again. <laughs> like, What's going on? My phone was wedged between my thigh and the armrest. But this, these, these kids squirmed and squealed and made noises and argued with each other. At least five or six different times, and it was really annoying me. Are they all two-year-olds, or so? Like one was two, the other one was maybe three or four. Okay. So I don't know. I guess I've never been to. I've taken my ne- my nephew to a kids movie when he was like five, but I feel like a movie like this, you know, maybe leave the kids at home. Maybe if you're not, if you're under four, there should be a rule: not allowed to go to movies. Oh, uh, you you have no. What's your clue. take? You have no clue, man. I mean when when the children are that age they're in charge so like if they see spider if if you're unfortunate enough to have the tv on and spider-man comes across and that kid is smart enough to put two and two together that he's at the movie theater on the big screen oh you're in trouble because you're never gonna live that down (laughs) you're just gonna be well uh, can we go to spider-man how about spider-man can we go to spider-man even if they're well behaved ped it's all you're gonna hear about it is the last thing you will hear before you either die or succumb and just say let's go so well shoot that's the beauty of disney plus and stuff is like hopefully it just streams to the house and then the people can spend 20 or 30 dollars instead of you know the 80 dollars it takes to ring the whole family there and <laughs> buy snacks and stuff and then they can just watch it at home there you have it mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. The jury has spoken. Although I saw it opening night or opening day, whatever, and it was packed. And I was there with a bunch of nerds who clapped anytime uh, something they really enjoyed happened. So I don't know. What do you think that'd be better or worse for you? I'm not a big fan of those of those moments like that. I Yeah. It was but, like uh, cheering and clapping. Yeah, I, and honestly, I'd rather, deal with, I'd rather deal with the kids. <laughs> I'm not adult, a fan of it, it either. Uh, did crying ever start happening or was it just general? Like, 
I can't sit still stuff. Okay, sure. Whininess and then a little like half-handed slap from a mom like, <laughs> knock it off right now. <laughs> I can't believe I said yes to this. <laughs> By the way, I, I, wanna, I was going to go on YouTube or TikTok or something and see if I could find videos of people's reactions to some of the epic moments like in the theaters that were packed in bigger cities. I always get a kick out of that and making fun of people, but there's probably certain movies where I might get a little jazzed up too. Yeah. The next Harry Potter, I'm sure. Bring it on, baby. New Year's Eve's right around the corner. Ugh. By the time people hear this, it will actually have already happened. Mm-hmm. You guys got big New Year's Eve plans. Finally suffocating the year 2021. Just putting it down. Love it. Love it. Put it down gently. No. Put it down non-gently. Hold All that right. pillow as hard as you can, no matter how hard it kicks you. Just keep holding. Use your knee for a little force, too. Leverage. You got to love it. There you go. Necessary. Steve, got New Year's Eve plans? No. All right. I, too, do not. I uh, That's right. Just chill. I'll probably be doing one of three things. Sleeping, okay. uh, playing video games, or watching TV. There you go. I mean, sorry, partying, bro. Woo! Party. I haven't even I haven't made it to bed night the last two years. <laughs> that, that depresses me. <laughs> yep. Getting old, bro. Weren't you Getting here old. one of those? Weren't you here one of those years? Yeah, I think it was. Oh, maybe we did make midnight two years ago. When we played golf in the basement. Played golf and we bowling, and I sweat profusely oh. in Steve's basement. <laughs> yep. It's like it's like 52 uh. in Steve's basement, and I was pouring sweat <laughs> playing wee bowling. Hey, at least he did you the favor of you know not the climate not being the issue, you know. Yep. Tried to help you yep. out. <laughs> yep. Yeah, it was a good time. It was a good time. <laughs> oh man, you guys uh you guys remember the New Year's Eve when the three of us played cards and games and stuff in the old, the old Pedersen dungeon basement, while a couple of our other friends played PlayStation and Call of Duty all night on the futon. Yeah, that was twenty, I don't know, twenty thirteen, maybe something like that. Oh yeah, yeah, it was a good time. I mean, it, that's pretty much what we did most nights. So it, it kind of all yep, bleeds yeah. together. But yeah. I'm sure Back in the Steve... day, though, we'd have to go streaking at midnight. <laughs> I never partook in that. I think I did it twice, and it wasn't it wasn't no, fall streaking. Streaking down me. the Pedersen Highway. It was in our hour. We didn't go completely. So it's not naked. streaking. In fact, no. I only did it twice, and only one of it was for New Year's. The other time, I don't think was New Year's related, but the three of us were over at the lake with some uh, some of our friends. Mm-hmm. And it was like, oh, let's let's jump to the lake. Uh, uh, yeah, I know terrible. we, I know we've mentioned it offhand <laughs> on the podcast before, but it bears repeating that I sliced the bottom of my foot open on slice a, and dice on a rock uh, on mm-hmm. the floor of the lake, and uh, I came up uh, in pain, clearly. Uh, expressing such uh, things and uh, you know Adam didn't have a whole lot of sympathy the man was slightly more concerned (laughs) about the moisture that was about to hit his seats in his uh, (laughs) Dodge Dakota so I got to I got to ride in the bed of the truck and so did the other people that 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 jumped in the lake there's three of us I believe Um, yeah 
and uh, Steve being one of them. And uh, we all had to ride in the bed, which was, uh, you know, Adam was trying to give us hypothermia. But I'll tell you what, uh, <laughs> you know, when you have a cut and like, uh, you know, little if you blow on it, it might sting a little bit. Try doing that in a fucking wind tunnel. Uh, like yeah. Dry sockets. Oh, it was awful. Dry sockets. It was awful. One of the one of those times in life where you're like, I should have known better. I should have yeah. said no. That's kind of karma for, I mean, Ped got paid back when he had to ride in the trunk. Of That's the car, true. So. I'm not sure which one of those <laughs> happened first. I feel like maybe Adam's uh, knee. The, I think the lake happened first. All right, good. Well, then it was deserved. Yeah, so it is. I don't, it I don't, is karma. I don't have to feel bad about your knee anymore. <laughs> wow. This has been very therapeutic. Thank you. Canceled out. <laughs> there you have it. What about you, Pedersen? You got any uh, uh, New Year's plans? Just going to watch football and eat food at wow. a friend's house. Exciting. And you know, watch probably the fall cheese asleep at 930. Ooh. Cheese it going on right now. Oh, is it? As we speak. Mm-hmm. I I clearly knew that. Uh, <laughs> uh, of yeah. course, Iowa, Iowa State's actually playing in it, Brett. So. I'm, I'm aware. I that part I'm aware of. <laughs> yeah. Since you since you're a proud alum. <laughs> eh, eh. <laughs> no, oh thank boy. You. New Year's Day, I'm going to Steve's to eat my face off and watch Iowa win a football game. Well, I hope one the last of those... one of the year. Hope one of Sad. those stays true. I hope they don't both not stay true. Because yeah, I d- I, I feel like getting face. Feel like getting both is uh, being a little greedy. A little greedy. Yeah, I gotta learn to be more humble. <laughs> that's not the diff. That's not the opposite of greedy. But sure, I, I'm not gonna stop you <laughs> from your pursuit of more humbleness. That's that's great. All right. Any New Year's resolutions? <clears throat> Lose a hundred pounds. Sure. Okay. That's doable. There's a hundred pounds. I think I'm going to possibly work with a personal trainer on nutrition. Nice. And exercise stuff and try to lose a hundred pounds and just get all sorts of husky yoked. Sweet. Uh, the new term yoked for a husky guy. <laughs> take a lot of notes. Is that and... possible? <laughs> mm-hmm. Take a lot of notes. Where you look chubby, but and... your skin is actually like good and hard. Oh, um okay never mind yeah i don't want that like he looks like he's he looks like he's gonna be fl- fat and flubby but you go to punch him and you're like ooh, he's not oh so you look the same but you're solid as a rock no right? i'll look yeah, i don't know yeah let's just take back the last minute <laughs> <laughs> i'm not sure where i was going with that. i you know i was trying uh make sure you take notes uh i'll pay you like half what you pay them and you can just pass Deal. along all the knowledge to me. That'd be great. Deal. Yeah. That's uh, plagiarism. Occasionally, <laughs> occasionally ask them like random diabetic tips. Uh, and when they question <laughs> you, just be like, don't worry about it. It's fine. Deal. Like if I were to get diabetes again, wink, wink, you know. <laughs> hut, baby, <Yeah>. hut. <laughs> well, it is time for another segment. Of weird, weird news. Oh boy! <laughs> oh, this son of a bitch. We didn't miss you. <laughs> well, he's kind of a piece of shit. <laughs> Welcome into Backroads News. I'm 
Michael Adamson. Boo. Douche. <laughs> McDonald's China confirmed the company is testing in-store exercise bikes after video taken inside one of the eateries went viral online. Footage emerged recently on social media showing a woman sitting on a stationary bike while eating a hamburger at McDonald's, and the company confirmed the bikes have been installed as seats at locations in Guangdong and Shanghai. Why do you say huh. like that? It's cows eating cows. <laughs> They're never going to be able to catch up to good health. <laughs> wow. Uh, McDonald's China said the bike seats mm. are part of the company's Upcycle for Good initiative, which aims to promote sustainability. Too bad we can't use cottage cheese for sustainability, if you know what I mean. Wow. The wow. company said the exercise bikes generate electricity that customers can use to charge their cell phones and other devices. <sighs> the company said the bikes uh, also serve as a means of helping customers stay healthier while eating fast food. I bet all those bikes did was mustard up an appetite for more fries. <laughs> wow. Mustard. Mustard. Wow. Uh, the, re the repeating helps. McDonald's said yeah. it's collecting data from the two stores and that the exercise bike program might be expanded to more cities. Backroads News reached out to a McDonald's spokesperson and they said, we may not continue this program, but if it is improving people's lives, it would definitely make sense to expand it into other cities. Oh, <laughs> For Backroads News, I'm Michael Adamson. Have a happy new year. Hopefully they put bikes in without seats so Michael Adamson can enjoy himself. I'm just I'm I don't just, appreciate that slander. I'm just glad that wraps are still on the menu so we can be done with this. That's fantastic. Love it. <laughs> Love it. Oh geez, that guy. He's good at what he does. What a what a giant piece of shit. <laughs> Just, it's bad enough. It's bad. <laughs> it's bad enough. You know, people, people got to deal with what they got to deal with. Now this fucking asshole comes on and is like, oh, cows eating cows. Oh, that's not gonna solve anything. Jesus, man. Pretentious news people. What a dude. Yeah, that's mm -hmm. that's the problem. Probably taking bumps of uh, bumps of coke while he's getting his makeup done. Well, pretty likely news was wild in the 80s some of them are still trying to hang on <laughs> well there you have it mcdonald's is bringing exercise bikes in so interesting you, you you mentioned the 80s uh, do we know michael adamson's approximate age is that uh, is that a thing we know 64 wow i did not see that <laughs> coming yep <laughs> 64 botox tight leathery skin yeah is it hard Cut that hair that doesn't move an inch hard. if it's in the 50 mile per hour wind outside uh, sounds like he turns you on uh, and steve would know <laughs> creepy. The way adam's talking about him yeah i'm just giving you an accurate depiction of our newsman of our yeah. backroads newsman <laughs> 
I I still think he's he's a rogue and he somehow like you're getting paid under the table for sure. Possible. Me and Steve are just getting cut out of it completely here. Yep. There's nothing I would love more than to be sitting enjoying my fries while just sweating right down into them because I'm on an exercise bike while eating. <laughs> mm, a little well, extra could, salt on those fries. They could save money uh, on the salt. First thing. off, there's no one stopping you from getting McDonald's and bringing it back to your apartment and getting on your exercise bike. <laughs> it's true. I should start that craze here in America. I just think that when Adam's cell phone is dead, that's when he's going to go there. He's like, you know what? I need to pedal my way to a full battery and a full tummy. This is what I need. Mm-hmm. It's like that. Uh, gosh, what movie is that? Lance, someone, they captured Lance Armstrong and they locked him in the basement. And he's just pedaling a bike to power their boat or whatever. <laughs> what movie yeah. is that? I can't think of can't it. Say I have no clue. That does not. Does it, did you, did you sound like that? a, yeah, I was going to say, it sounds like more a fever dream than anything else. I don't know. Oh, one nut. Uh, uniball <laughs> speaking of one nut in christmas time in winter oh, boy. um <laughs> so like <laughs> six seven years ago my dad um took some of our cornstalk bales that we bailed and wanted to make like a cornstalk bale snowman during christmas out in the front yard <laughs> and so we put like three bales down or no put like two bales down then i think he just stacked like three bales on top of each other straight up. It didn't look like a snowman at all. It looked like a wiener. It would have been easier and, to make a uh, tree for sure. So then we removed one of the bottom bales after Christmas to go feed to the cows one day. So then it looked like a wiener with one nut after that. Wow. And so everyone would drive by whenever I'd run into someone, they'd be like, oh yeah, I drove by your house the other day and saw Lance out in the front yard. Wow. <laughs> Lance Armstrong, the snowman. Wow. Um, yep. So I'm seeing a credit to I'm seeing him in Dodgeball. I don't remember that in Dodgeball. Perhaps you, me, in Dupree. Hmm. It's about the only other option I'm seeing here. Can't remember. The rest of them are like documentaries. I doubt he was doing that in a documentary. Nope, definitely not. All right. It's time for a brand new segment oh. that's going to be permanent. Like I said, my uh-huh. TikTok video the other night until I take my last breath. Wow, that's, I haven't um, even looked at. I haven't even looked at the outline. Yeah, it's. You, it's you can time. blame. You can blame me, Steve. I didn't know. There's it was never turn been into a permanent thing. That there's never been a greater. Seems like a bad idea. Time to be alive. Never been a greater decade, and a more a more just just glorious time. Pre-cell phones, really. Pre-internet. Internet was young towards the end of this decade. It is the 90s. 90s I figured was the you'd say too. college Adam would say the 70s because he could do all the drugs he wanted to. <laughs> college Adam lost his wife there for a little while. Well, also, also you make that, it sound like I was just laying on that the street out, all doped up every freaking night. Man, close enough. <laughs> Which is not the case. No, you used alcohol for that, but... Uh, the, the, the thing we're forgetting here though, is that both college Adam and current Adam didn't get to live through the seventies. Had he got to live through it, I'm sure seventies would be his favorite, but since he has to pick from something he lived through the nineties, it is the nineties. All right. So yes, we are going to 
we're going to talk talk about the 90s whether it be one of the crazy fads food music who knows but we're going to talk about the 90s in a segment each episode so i invite you to curl up on your shag carpet in your favorite corner of the living room in the 90s twist open a fresh jar of snapple pause the episode of boy meets world you're watching and dive in to some 90s talk with us shall we tubular we're going to talk about beanie babies oh why we already did that not really we're going to get more in depth so a few nights ago brett and i watched the hbo documentary beanie mania Mm -hmm. (laughs) about the beanie baby craze why it was insane it was it was amazing documentary it was crazy it was People pretty were funny. nuts. You would get a good laugh out of it, Steve. Yeah. Hmm. The Beanie Baby craze started. However, uh, I clearly regret it. I didn't know it was going to lead to this. Started by a man <laughs> known as Ty Warner. Um, it was uh, he used to what Dake what did they say Dakin or whatever was the toy company he worked for before that. He started the Ty Warner uh, toy company, and uh, you know. The rest is history. Now he's a very, very wealthy man. Even after all the tax evasion and bad stuff he's done, still very, very wealthy. Do you guys have uh, any specific memories or fondness of Beanie Babies going to the Sugar Bowl shopping? Any nope. Beanie Baby times? <laughs> no. Can't say that I ever personally owned a Beanie Baby or bought one. I did. I had a handful. At I think the my time, sister had a, a lot. At the time, I probably would have told you I was enjoying it, but in hindsight, it was my mother knowing that I suffered. Uh, I, <laughs> I suffered from uh, some level of OCD and organization and and checking lists and completing things. She knew that and she abused it. Uh, I I pretty much <laughs> did all of her research and everything she needed just so that she could keep getting things. But it bit her in the ass because then I became like super addicted and, and she, she, I don't think she could have anticipated that. So yeah, it, it ended up biting her in the ass, but then also, I mean, let's just, ah, why blame myself for things? Let's just say that the reason I collect so many retro video games now is her fault. She, she jumpstarted all of this with the beanie baby craze. So Good. Now I got that off my chest. This is a great episode. Therapy. This is great. Yeah, the nineties was a time when so many other people, you know. So, Ty Incorporated is credited as the first business to produce a business-to-consumer website. So they're pretty much the big first like retail business for the internet. The old, uh, the old <laughs> dial-up internet. Yep. Yep. It says here by the time uh, the first iteration of the Thai website was published in late 1995, only 14% of Americans were using the internet. That's wild to think about. Mm-hmm. What do you think the percentage so, is now? Do you think there's even people out uh, there that in, don't in, use in it? Iowa, yes. In Iowa, it's probably still about 18. <laughs> yep. <laughs> we're we're slowly getting there here. Here in yep. Iowa. There's a lot of there's places, Ped. This might blow your mind. There's still places uh, that I've heard of in like the South, uh, very rural areas that o- still only have dial-up as an option. 
Wow. Now, given those people could potentially have like satellite as an option, but as far as like traditional internet dial up is like their those people probably don't even know local about choice Spotify or anything. They're probably still trying to download songs on Casa. I well, I, you said <laughs> LimeWire. You you mentioned people just like not using it. That if you still had to deal with dial up, I don't I don't know how often you'd be dealing <laughs> with it because uh, for. For anybody that wasn't alive during that time, wow, how miserable a life. Oof. So yes, slow. Yes, sir. So slow. Yes, sir. Oh, man. So uh, there's this journalist here, uh, Zach Bissonnette. He wrote a book called The Great Beanie Baby Bubble, and it shows how Warner's brilliance in um, as a toy businessman created an investment bubble as unstable as... The internet stock bubble coincidentally happening at the same time of the late 90s says people neglected other areas of their lives to spend all day trading and some even invested their children's college funds in the Beanie Babies that they believed would bring an astronomical return. It did work for a few, but the rest were left with just beans. Couple of, humans. A couple of updates for you. Uh, uh, as recent as 2018. Uh, among all households in 2018, 92% had at least one type of computer and 85% had a broadband internet subscription. And as there recent as the year 2020, uh, the percentage of the U.S. that has access to the internet, 90.8%. So think go. about that. Almost 10% of the U.S. doesn't have access to the internet. We're not even talking... Man, they, they have it in their the home. They don't have access to it. So better get on that Starlink wait list. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Online usage penetration in the United States is projected to increase to 94.2% of the population by the year 2025. There's probably people that are still hiding in trees that think Vietnam's still going on. Wow. Cause you, because 10% of the population have that yep. going on. Yeah, 10, 10%. Uh, mm-hmm. sure. Yep. You know, wild. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So uh, Ty Warner here, back to Beanie Babies. <laughs> he, was, uh, he was known as a man who refused to work with uh, big corporations or movie producers who wanted to put Beanie Babies, but he did. This is one of my favorite parts of the documentary. He did work with McDonald's in 1997. Um, McDonald's did uh, a manufacturing of 100 million teeny beanie babies, which were little ones that went in Happy Meals. Um, okay, so here it says uh, it was to drive demand. He partnered with McDonald's for this. It says this expectation was pummeled by reality. From day one, McDonald's stores were inundated with 15 to 20, sometimes 25 calls every half hour inquiring about availability. Of the Beanie Babies, some customers would order a hundred Happy Meals and tell the cashiers or people in the drive-thru to just keep the food. Yep, they just wanted the Beanie Babies. Better, wow. better than the people we watched, and they had wow. they had old like uh, old news station footage of people that were buying them and then throwing the food away because they were forced to buy the food. 
uh, at a certain point, if you know they're going to throw it, just sell that, make them buy the Beanie Baby for the $4 a Happy Meal was, or, you know, yep. good Lord, it's insanity. Oh, man. So many calls came in that one store in Ohio had employees answer the phone with, good morning, McDonald's, we have the moose and the lamb still available. <laughs> <laughs> the promotion was scheduled to last five weeks. But all 100 million toys were gone in just two weeks. With McDonald's canceling all scheduled television advertising after that, after (laughs) over worry that massive crowds were putting employees' safety at risk. You think? Oh, boy. I would like to see that happen now. Like, that kind of craze now with the way people act now. Like, oh, yeah. I know that they recently did pokemon cards shootings and, and riots that didn't go very well either but uh yep. yeah i just whew, no thanks the year when that promotion happened 1997 a poll was taken and it was found that um the publication usa weekend found that 64 percent of americans owned at least one beanie baby mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that's insanity for 60 64 percent of, of this crowd right here did yeah 66 <laughs> percent Maybe not. Mm-hmm. Maybe 66. I, I'm not going to call Steve into that one. All right. Nope. In 19, uh, in 1992, the Ty Warner company made $6 million. By 1995, $280 million. And by 1998, his pre-tax income, Ty Warner, was more than $700 million, And sales for the company were over $1.3 billion dollars in 1998 what would that be like four and a half billion now probably in today's who knows what that's just be a lot insane to think about for the time for a toy it wasn't like today's tech stuff where you can make a hundred million dollars in five minutes doing some crazy tech thing it's just just insane how much were these stupid things anyways like five to ten like five bucks and then people were reselling them for ten to twenty and then eventually thousands once it went crazy he would he didn't do walmart and stuff like that he put them in little hallmark stores all over the country because then he could like control the demand basically and that's what drove the well psychotic collecting market up for a few years because he would just and then he would say oh we're going to retire one then people would go nuts and the prices would go crazy and yeah the between between his business decisions and the absolute fervor that uh, people were putting out for these things and kind of creating this ginormous secondary market, like they just kept feeding into each other until it was just too big and just essentially had to fail at a certain point. One of the parts on the documentary that was uh, that hit a little too close to home was the first year that they had crazy sales uh all of the employees for a christmas bonus got their annual wage again as, so if you made 50 grand you got 50 grand as a bonus wow. yes sir the year after steve they <laughs> they produced uh, a lot like the princess die bear one of those bears but instead of the rose it had like a dollar symbol and these were called the billionaire bear and they gave one of those to everybody and, and so instead of doubling your income you got a bear and uh but a not to bear. 
But, you know, not to be outdone, you know, they were worth some money on the secondhand market because these were, you know, these were rare. actually rare and limited. Uh, yep. They fetched uh, around $6,000 uh, at the time and were individually numbered. And of course, of course, the company kept track of who got what Time numbers. Warner was a psycho. And they were paying people to be watching eBay auctions and see if any of them got sold. And if they did, hopefully find the number and then find out who sold their ever so precious Christmas gift. Yeah. The lady, the secondary market lady they were selling them to, she would change the number for the people. So then Ty Warner wouldn't find out who sold it. There had to have been somebody that that didn't go through her and then probably got fired because of it but yeah they didn't bring that up in the documentary so that's just that's just hearsay on my part but it reminds me of when i used to work for a trucking company in omaha pretty close they uh one year for uh a christmas gift uh, a little backstory uh that year they had decided to become uh the sponsor for the new uh what is it college baseball stadium down there yeah yeah and so it became warner park i think it was like a five-year deal or something like that so so the company had spent a lot of money on doing that because you know ooh, cool sponsorships and yeah advertising sweet so they had spent so much money on that they didn't really have any to give to the employees so they went out of their way to get a bobblehead fashioned of our ceo uh and they luckily enough they gave one to every employee for free you didn't have to pay for it steve we gave it to you for free because that (laughs) is your christmas gift is bobblehead uh i dwight loved it i can neither confirm nor deny this story but it uh it has been said that uh somebody uh may have uh after they no longer worked there ripped the head of that bobblehead off and then replaced it with a turd uh and then took a picture outside of the building uh i don't know i can like i said i can neither confirm nor deny that but whoever it was i i would salute you because i think that's about the only use for a stupid piece of shit gift like that here's to <laughs> you mr mystery man well, won't take a bobblehead as a <laughs> bonus worker. Retton. Yeah. Mr. Won't take a bobblehead as a bonus work. Oh, it was awful. <laughs> Although, I mean, this is the same company that uh, offered me a 13 cent raise one year uh, and not like 13 cent per pay period, like over the entire year, 13 cents. Would you like yep. a 13 cent raise? I said, yes, please. May I have another? I said, go ahead and keep it. You clearly need it more than I do. Like 13, it wasn't 13 cents an hour? No, 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 no. No, because I was salary, Steve. So this was, <laughs> you know, let, let's say you made 20,000 one year. They, yeah. they were offering me $20,000 and 13 cents for, for that next year of, of work. That is that, excellent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, uh, yeah, I've never been more baffled in my life. Anyway, enough of me hating yeah, corporate America. Business. Yeah, sorry. That, but hey, I mean, it felt like the 90s. Corporate America. Awful. Yep. There you go. I tied it back. There you go. Woo. In 1997, eBay, this is 
Man, this is an awesome stat. In 1997, eBay auctioned off $500 million worth of Beanie Babies, only Beanie Babies, which accounted for more than 6% of the site's total sales. Wow. Of all the stuff eBay sells, six sells 6% was just freaking Beanie Babies in the secondary market. But run that math in your head. $500 million was 6%. Think of that. Holy God. eBay. That's insane. People who started eBay are very wealthy. Well, uh, (laughs) but yeah. Holy God. Yeah, not bad. Not bad at all. Almost 10 bill. Almost 10 bill. It's a good year. It's a good year. Um, All right. This is. So there was a part of the documentary, Steve, he was talking about how the salespeople were actually making way more um, than the upper management and like the executives, except for obviously Ty Warner, because they were based on commission and the sales were just freaking unbelievable. Insane. One this guy's one sales favorite. went up like what? A thousand percent year? A mm-hmm. thousand like, percent. Year to year. This, yeah. is, this is one of my favorite parts of this article I was reading. It says, the greatest toy salesman in the world looked out at his 250 employees gathered for the <laughs> Thai Inc. holiday party. Wow. 54-year-old Ty Warner said, I've never been in a room with so many millionaires. <laughs> the salespeople cheered because it wasn't an exaggeration. In December 12th, it was December 12th, 1998, and Ty Inc. was three weeks away from closing out a year of sales that would break nearly every record in the annals of the toy industry. Andy Van Gilder was seated in the back with the relatives she had hired to answer the phones that hadn't stopped ringing with orders for Beanie Babies in close to three years. She thought about it. In 1993, she'd made less than $30,000 lugging trunks of porcelain figurines around to collect and collectors plates to stores in two states. In 1998, selling Beanie Babies to independently owned. <clears throat> Whoa, lost my spot. Where are we at here? In 1993, she made less than 30,000 lugging this stuff around. In 1998, selling Beanie Babies to independently owned toy and gift shops in Chicago's northern suburbs, she had made more than $800,000 in commissions. Just in 1998, selling Beanie Babies. She was only 30 years old. Life was perfect. Meanwhile, the people answering the phones and and writing the poems are making $12 an hour. Yeah. Yeah. Ty Warner was known as not a nice person. And that's the last thing I was going to touch on. What Brett just said. There was a lady named Lena Trevetti. She was a college student when she worked at Ty Inc., And she approached Warner to talk about this new development that existed on college campuses called the Internet. (laughs) She indicated that the Internet was primarily a research tool. However, college students were starting to make personal websites, and she thought creating a website for Beanie Babies could present an unprecedented opportunity to engage the market uniquely. She brought to Ty's office a 14.4K modem and demonstrated how the Internet works. Mr. Warner was intrigued and gave Trevedi a free license to create a website using her judgment and skills. By the time the first <clears throat> iteration of the Thai website was published in 1995, only 1.4% of Americans were using the internet, but the, pop- the population of people using the internet grew exponentially in the following years, and the website she created made him so much money. 
And he paid her $12 an hour and never gave her a raise. Well, you're also forgetting that. What a prick. That she was also the same person that took the idea of writing the little poems. Oh, yeah. She wrote all, she wrote the poems on the original nine. Yeah. Well, on, no, on the first 80 that were, or the first 80, that was it. Yeah. She wrote all the poems. And then when she asked for, she, she wanted to get she paid, paid 120,000. Yeah. Yeah. And he this was years. This was after years of them making millions and then billions of dollars. And her, and she, she wanted was to go from personally responsible for millions of it. Well, she wanted to go from $12 an hour, which comes out to about 25, 26 K. Uh, she wanted to go from that to 120, which was, would have been chump change for a tie. Uh, nope. Just said no. Mm-mm. Yep. Crazy. Uh, in case you guys are interested today, Ty Warner's net worth is $4.8 billion. There you go. Take that in the bean bags. <laughs> That's after he went to court, had to pay $55 million back in tax evasion that he was hiding in a Swiss bank account, by the way. Nice. Still worth he owns a bunch of hotels <clears throat> and stuff now. Wouldn't that be the first place you would look if you thought somebody was doing tax evasion? Yeah, I mean, every movie they go to a Swiss bank. <laughs> Come the fuck Sometimes on, movies don't lie. Uh, good times. Well, that's they'll the never, baby They'll craze. never look in a Swiss bank account. <laughs> I know a lot of you out there listening right now own many Beanie Babies. So hopefully that touched the old nostalgic heart. If nothing else, let's let's just hope you had some fun out of it. I'm sure oh. we don't we don't know anyone who turned like up the crazy ladies that they were showing in this documentary, which were <laughs> which were pretty dang funny at points. <laughs> oh yeah. I had a website up that I was gonna read about what the the mo- the most uh, expensive ones in twenty twenty one, but man, eh, we don't need to do that. There we go. We'll move on. Thank you. Patty the platypus. Yeah, is he top ten? Mm-hmm. He's in there. He's like number seven. Yeah, that tracks. One of them sold in 2021 for $53,000. Yeah, that's the problem, though, is if it if it's just one sale, it's I mean, that is relevant data, but speculation hurts things so badly. So if one person cornered the market on Patty, the platypuses and had like 20 of them, they could sit there and have their friend, you know up the up the auction to a crazy number and then sell a couple of them that way and all of a sudden the whole world thinks they're worth that much you know yep ah, i'm glad I'm, I'm glad that when i talked you just you, know, you just thought to yourself let's let's make a beat because what brett's talking about i don't know stupid. i got totally add brain no that's to cool it's fine. I'm, nah, I'm used to it it's all right <laughs> oh boy the things that go through my brain mm-hmm. uh the 90s the 90s was a, just it's a time that unmatched. And I can't wait to talk about it many more times. Bring you fads, bring you all sorts of good stuff. Hopefully, some Much of you like- that just heard that episode <laughs> segment will go find your beanie That's babies you have stored in a tote. You'll dump them all out of your bed and sleep with them tonight and wow. think of the good old days. Yikes. Uh, wow. Much like... Uh, much like the 90s, you will get very sick of this, uh, and I apologize to all of you. It's my bad. No, you won't. It's my bad. 
won't get sick of it. We'll corner <laughs> the market that won't get sick of it. <laughs> We're going to corner the market on 90s talk? I'm not sure yep. how that works. But specifically All the people, people that, that want to listen to 90s stuff it, will find Steve. us. Yeah, okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I would I would it, it, you guys okay take your negativity I'll take my positivity I didn't take I I'm just I mine's reality Steve's is negativity yours is positivity mine's reality yep. but anyway agreed <laughs> I think in order to help uh help promote this I think you should buy a series or you could maybe find some at like a goodwill or something but get a series of uh windsuits and really just like Ooh, sell yeah. it sell it hard. oh yeah I was I went to Goodwill to look for an ugly sweater, and I got to tell you what, pathetic store. They should close their doors. Never seen a, whole, a most, more terrible selection of clothing in my life. It's not a store. They get donations. Well, people out there need to donate more. Then, yeah, I, I love that you're They're, mad at a uh, at a place's donations selection. The only thing good oh, they had was a suit pathetic. coat I bought that I cut the sleeves off of. Well, yeah, you and another thousand people in the area thought that's the first place to go look for ugly sweaters plus Maybe. the midwest is full of obese people and somehow they don't have anything like two and three x in there <laughs> maybe go look in july you might find an ugly sweater yeah. then goodwill step your game up <laughs> uh, well. wind suits and starter jackets <laughs> yeah, that wouldn't give me a heat stroke or anything Mm. i used to put the i used to put my uh those wind my uh, wind pants on and go full sprint from the top of the stairs at the farm all the way down the stairs and then run and slide on my knees across the living room floor how did you not burn <laughs> holes then, into that oh i did Material. one okay. day sister was having a birthday party and so i was trying to show of off course. for all the girls that were over all the girls from her class i came running down went sliding and that was that was finally the time when the knees ripped open <laughs> Ripped my legs open oh, on the shag carpet and started yeah, bleeding. Yeah. Oh wow. Talk, about, Even talk about rug burn. Oh. I mean, that was some serious oh. rug burn. And then I'm your sure mom Mary, sure Mary was impressed. Yeah. Your mom sees at. your bare bleeding knees. <laughs> my sister listens to this podcast. I don't know if she remembers, but I I remember her <laughs> yelling at me to get the frick out of there and stop being an idiot and embarrassing her. <laughs> Well, you know, Mary thought instantly that one's not making it through college. Yeah, I I just like the. Idea I wish of- I wish she I I uh I should have never gone. Biggest waste of my life. College. I like the idea. Well, you never would have got Pedersen cursed. Uh, True, uh, I'd be I'd probably be like on the president's cabinet. Billionaire. Okay. I, okay. Think of how successful I'd be without that curse. I think more more like the president's most wanted, but uh. The uh, That's what you want on your cabin, <laughs> yeah. Touche. You and Sle- you and Sleepy Joe would make a hell of a team. Sleepy Joe. Well, I wouldn't work for that. Uh, well, you both got yeah. You, know, you both always have strokes and shit. <laughs> you don't know That's what you're saying he, half the time. That's why he would get a liking to you, Ped. Uh, yeah. Aspiration. At least he'd have an excuse when he was reading the teleprompter and the words were all fucked up. He goes, oh, Adam texting him in. Don't Adam worry about it. Sleep behind the wheel. Fat thumb the keyboard again. <laughs> I I like the uh, I like the idea of your your Go sister San Diego. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I I like the idea of your sister having to remember a time where she yelled at you and said, "Stop embarrassing me," because that definitely only happened one time. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's the only time I just the one. <laughs> 
for sure. Yeah, I distinctly remember black wind pants ripped them open <laughs> on the shag carpet. <laughs> Man, those, the wind pants phase. I'd wear wind pants and my Alpha Cyclone either. football jersey to school all the time. <laughs> <laughs> 90s fashion was great. Right. The I old turtle football jerseys. Oh, oh, the turtleneck underneath. I'm not sure you can say <laughs> the words 90s and fashion in the same sentence and walk away with a good thought of it, but it's not, that it doesn't seem right. Oh, man. Oh, funny. All <laughs> right. It's time to talk about some unfortunate stuff. Well, for time you. Time for another segment of Pedersen Luck. <sighs> Pedersen Luck segment is brought to you by Moonlight Lawn Care which is owned and operated by Steve Botcher. He uh, will take care of all of your aeration, spraying, seeding, and fertilization needs for your yard. Uh, he does not mow, so just his main four are aeration, spraying, seeding, and fertilizing. And you can get a hold of Steve for all of your lawn care needs at 712-749-0698. That is Moonlight Lawn Care. Okay, dokily. All right. Well, last week's teaser for Pedersen Luck was that something similar to that story I told about the CD was going to happen. So Christmas, I don't know. Your Frisbee CD? Seven, Your eight years ago, Frisbee maybe. CD? Nine years ago, maybe. I uh, My brother-in-law told me about, uh, I asked him what he wanted for Christmas, and it was this Blu-ray special edition DVD of something that he wanted. So I went to Walmart. Bought it for him, was pumped to give it to him for a Christmas gift. Gave it to him and he opened it up. Empty DVD case. No. <laughs> Nothing inside. <laughs> yep. I gave wow. him a plastic case for Christmas. <laughs> That's it. A plastic DVD case. <laughs> what are, I mean, the odds <laughs> of this happening twice <laughs> have got to be like worse than winning the lottery. <laughs> That I, I love has that anybody in the world ever too. bought a CD? Now it's not like <laughs> I went to a freaking secondhand store and got one that had already been used. I bought it brand new, packaged off the line CD, nothing in it. Brand new it. DVD the night it came out. Bought it to give to him for Christmas. <laughs> bought a freaking empty case. Uh, I bet it happens more than any of us would think but that yeah. is wild that how that, many empty how many empties go out into production i wonder i, I wonder if they can track that how many i mean there's a cd but the same person buying a two margin of, of error i yeah. find that incredible yeah and especially since you switched mediums you know you did a cd and then you did a blu-ray yep. you know it's just one i and then it was for a gift i think that's the real mm -hmm. Because if you did, if it happened to you again, like you'd be angry, but you'd be like, "Yeah, I figured this would happen again." But as a gift, oof. yep, we were gonna watch it. And he went to open it, nothing, and like no, no I just reason. Sat there and I was like, "Are you freaking kidding me?" No reason for you to open it because it's a gift. You want it to still be, you know, in the packaging, you mm -hmm. know. So ugh, wild, but so I gave him a but, DVD case for DVD case for Christmas. I hate to be this guy. I mean, I don't, but I'm gonna say I do. If you did the old Han shake test, you would have known. You would have known. Yep. The weight would have been off. Would have felt it. Don't have, at least I don't have to deal with that anymore. <laughs> DVDs anymore. Because Kermit <laughs> is closed. <laughs> that was that was really annoying. I don't even think I bought him another one because he felt bad that I spent the money and stuff, and I think he just bought it for himself eventually. Wow. But I don't know. What was, what was a 
collector's Blu-ray thing back in the day with 30 bucks, maybe. I mean, I don't, it uh, depends don't on remember. what it's a collector's version of. I mean, I can't remember the movie. I mean, anyway. if, if nothing extra so came with it, then it was probably still just 20 bucks. But some of those had a whole bunch of random BS with it. So I don't know. Yep. All righty. Well, should we talk about a winter, some winter stories? Our favorite pastime of winter shenanigans before we roll out of here? Ugh, I, there's nothing I like about winter, first of all. Ugh. Yeah, winter blows. I can't remember if you were if you were there for this night, Brett, but uh, seen our senior year of high school, after a basketball game, a bunch of us were hanging out in the back parking lot of our old high school gravel parking lot, and it was packed down solid. Sure. Of snow that would basically turned into ice. Okay. So some of us decided that uh, we were going to get the old log chain out of my truck. Oh, I hook yeah. it to the back of my truck. And a friend who lived close by went home and got one of his sleds. And we tied a sled to my truck. And we decided we were going to start whipping fishtails and driving around, pulling that sled around the parking lot. And then... Parking lot's filled, filled with, with lights. Yep. So it seems safe. Yep. And then... Yeah, there was plenty of things to kill yourself on, for sure. And then mm-hmm. the parking yep. lot, the, like the corners of the lot had the big old snow piles where they yep. cleared the snow. And so uh, one of our friends, who's known as a bit of a renegade, uh, he said, he said, Adam, you drive your truck. I'm going to get the sled. He said, whip, it, whip me around and launch me off that hill. <laughs> like, deal. So we hooked the sled up to the back of my truck. And I slowly, I had a rear wheel drive truck, so I couldn't step on it. I would have just spun out and not gone anywhere. But I slowly picked up speed and like driving to the north towards the school, made a big wide turn back to the south. And then right when I got towards <laughs> towards that snow pile, whipped a hard fishtail and sent him into orbit <laughs> off, off this snow pile. I'll never forget. There's like 40 people there probably. He goes off the snow pile across 6th Street. Clears 6th Street and ends up <laughs> over by those storage garages where the <laughs> school kept the mower oh, on the other uh, on the south side of 6th Street. Oh, and you were at the old high, you were at the old high school. Oh yeah, yeah, old high school gravel parking lot. Yeah. <laughs> One um, of the most amazing yeah. things I've ever seen. It was so awesome. It it just it just goes to show <laughs> that it is it is just pure luck that you do not you're not in jail with manslaughter charges it's just (laughs) insane how lucky you are you want to talk about you want to talk about Pedersen luck the fact that you still haven't technically killed anybody except although we don't know maybe that guy you hit in the nuts with the ice snowball he might be dead we don't know uh, or the guy he ran or the guy he sent me me an instagram four days ago he's alive (laughs) or the guy he put the the tree branch through in his brain or whatever. yeah Yeah, we don't know about him (laughs) the the guy he ran over because he had to take a piss (laughs) (laughs) in the you and i parking lot or the or the kid you punched out in uh in intramural basketball he might be dead man he started listing all the moments. <laughs> that's just a that's just a, an, an appetizer. Yeah, I could get to. The I can't main wait course. for the near death episode. Oh, boy, it's gonna be awesome. Yikes! <laughs> oh man, that that was it was one of those that that sled slingshot. Yeah, it's crazy. one of those moments where like everyone's all pumped up, 
and then it just goes everyone's just like wrong oh and then it's like silence as they're flying through air Mm -hmm. and then the person lands Mm -hmm. and then you see that they get up and are okay and then it's just all you hear is just cheering and Mm -hmm. (laughs) i I believe i was there that night but i luckily uh, something told me not to take part. Uh, and uh, boy, it was fun. After seeing that that flight of fancy, uh, my brain said, "Good job, you you made the right choice." <laughs> I never got on the sled. I was just a slingshotter. Yeah, it was awesome. You're lucky that when you zipped it around, you know that you didn't like overcorrect, and then like the sled just comes into your grill, and you just run them over. That'd have been bad. Yeah. Not great. It would not have been good. Then again, sending him to space. Can you so imagine? Awesome. He was he had to have been 20 feet in the air. 20 feet, no joke. Can you imagine if he <laughs> landed on the street? Can you imagine? That would have hurt. He broke something for sure. Yeah. My God. No, he would he would have got up cheering. Well, yeah, yeah. Based off who we're talking about, yes. <laughs> oh gosh, it was so awesome. It was one of the most incredible things. And, and again. None of us like really had cell phones, no. so we don't have any of this no. amazing stuff on video. Again, no. the press. Well, we had we had we had cell phones. They just didn't have cameras. And if yeah, we did, I didn't, have, video I didn't have a cell phone. Then. I think I was a couple of days away from getting my first cell phone. I got one for Christmas, senior year. And if we did, if we did have a cell phone with the camera, the uh... <laughs> quality just quality even subpar. Can't make yeah. out who's who. Yeah, well, can see video, some blobs video, going around. video quality of six pixels. You you barely know that it was a person. You would think that it was just like a, they put a garbage sack on a sled and sent it. Yeah. The other day, man. The other day, I was driving down Main Street after. Okay, it wasn't the other day because I don't remember the last time we got. Oh, snow. that's irrelevant. Three weeks ago, maybe. And I was driving to the farm really early in the morning to do chores before I had to do some stuff. Not a single car around in Main Street was just solid packed snow mm-hmm. that you could tell was so slippery and i had to fight the urge so bad to just start fishtailing all over main street <laughs> something about something about seeing that stuff in a rear wheel drive vehicle just makes you want to have a day uh, i used to i remember we used to fishtail the intersections in town in elton high school that was always a good time oh yeah oh yeah that was the best that was there was there were some positives to the rear wheel drive truck and some definite negatives, <laughs> but the fishtails were a big positive. That was fun. Yeah. The snow was about the only time my car could, could whip around 180 style. So yeah, we'd, we'd get into a parking lot and we'd put her in reverse and get her going and then just whip the wheel and we have a good time. <laughs> and if you did it quick <laughs> enough, you could shift it into drive and keep her rolling. Uh, but yeah. Don't kids don't do that because if you imagine you do that too aggressively wouldn't does not end well. But uh, can you imagine today's high school kids trying to do a sled slingshot or stuff like we did? They wouldn't have any clue. Oh, I think you don't give them enough credit. This is the same generation that that thought eating Tide Pods was a good idea. I mean, good call, Han. Exactly. They don't know how they don't know how to have good clean fun. I, I does it get any cleaner than eating detergent? I don't. I, I. I suppose not. I, if you really think about it, I, if you, yeah, if, <laughs> if you stare the pun in the face long enough, I don't know. Oh boy. Well, that's the Jackie Robinson episode, episode forty-two. Again, 
family the legend Robinson. Jackie Robinson. We are so sorry. So very, very sorry. Happy that we by can the break way, in the nineties episode. We'll get it'll just get like everything, it'll get better with time. By the way, Pad, you should have seen the way Iowa State lost. <laughs> what happened? So it was fourth and two, pretty scrambles. Three yards past the first down, fumbles it backwards, one yard behind the line of scrimmage. No. <laughs> no. Brutal. That's legit how they lost. It was like <laughs> like literally something Nebraska would do. <laughs> oh man, they really cheesed it. Oh man. Oh, yeah, no, f- fumbled it, fumbled it backwards, and then he <laughs> recovered it himself to end the game. Because it was fourth down, so turnover on downs. One of the dumbest things I've ever seen. (laughs) I'm just uh, hopping on the tweeter right now to see what people are saying. On the tweeter. Well, you should have seen the interception he threw earlier. People are annoyed. People are upset. Shocker. People on Twitter (laughs) are annoyed and upset. Shocker. Earlier, Ped, he he threw a pass. It got bad in the air at the line. He went up and, like, volleyball swatted it up in the air. And it landed right in Clemson guy's hands. Seems like a smart play. Uh, instead of knocking it down, he swatted it up in the air again. I, I don't know what the hell it was. Hot potato. Oh, man. All right. What did we learn here, boys? We learned... Uh, don't watch... The 90s was an incredible time for fads. Don't watch documentaries with, with Adam. And then when he says something like... I can't wait to do a bunch of 90s episodes. Don't think that you're solving the problem by saying, what if we just did a 90s segment? Thinking a couple exactly. it's segments. It's a genius idea. Not, not an, inter- an eternal, never-ending uh, segment. So, you know, might sometimes... Be what sends this podcast to the moon. Sometimes you might be thinking you're doing yourself and others a favor. Just know that you're not, you know? It might be what sends this podcast to the moon. Definitely. Like Dogecoin. Yeah. yeah, That's that's what we should compare ourselves to. That's the role model. We learned that if you want a little extra salt on your fries, just add some exercise bikes to the fast food chains. There you go. Because that's definitely the problem McDonald's has. It's not enough salt. Yeah. Agreed. There you have it. Shake your DVDs and CDs before you purchase them. If people <laughs> actually still purchase DVDs and CDs, I buy like three a year. And I mean, don't go shake outside them. and just just a just a out. gentle just a gentle yeah. kind of flick, you know? Yeah, don't, don't shake sh- it like you're shaking a baby. No. Yep. Mm-hmm. Wow. You had the option. You could have said Polaroid picture, and that you know. Oh. Shoot, it wasn't exactly the nineties, but close enough. Goes for shaking, shaking baby syndrome. Actually, you know what, Steve? It's it's our fault. Shaking babies is one hundred percent nineties, whereas shake a pole was was after. So, uh, my bad. You're just staying on brand. I'm sorry. Yep. Shake that. I challenge you to get your kids outdoors, take their phones away for a few hours, and send them outside and make them figure out how to have some fun. See if they can come up with some. (laughs) Some cool stuff like winter sled slingshots. Yeah. Yeah. Take the phones away and hope that they cripple themselves. Great idea. The stories are awesome for later in life. Great idea. All right. Brett. Pad. 
Where can they find us at? Oh yeah, I have to do that. A um, couple places. Uh, whenever you're looking for us, go ahead and use the search term BK Roads Bonfires, all one word. Uh, if you're on Twitter, it's at BK Roads Bonfires. Instagram.com forward slash BK Roads Bonfires. You got Anchor.fm forward slash BK Roads Bonfires. You can stumble over to the Facebook. Yes, the Facebook. And uh, you can search for our group, the uh, Backroads and Bonfires podcast. And last but certainly not least, again, not 100% podcast only material, but Adam, our faithful host, has his, has his own TikTok account at Ooh. official Adam Pedersen, all one word. Pedersen is P E D E R S. E N and again shenanigans galore there, but not necessarily all podcast related. But give it a give I it a check on one of these. Watch him eat I, some. I think gross I need stuff. to make a video. Mm, love gross stuff. Did I send you I the video you- about the girl eating Oreos with uh, mustard? Yes. Okay. He did. I need to try one. that. It should be your next one. I have mustard here, but I ate the rest of my Oreos. <laughs> you fool! Gun. Um, I, uh, I, I think I need to hop on some of these TikTok trends. The one where the, those two Italian girls started that trend. Now everyone's doing it. No Walking around their homes, doing the little Italian hands things to that Italian song. Still haven't seen it. Oh man. I'll look for it and send it to you. All right. Now everyone's doing it. Like this, this couple said they're they're like standing in front of these random things in their double wide trailer (laughs) doing the Italian hands. Like. This is just some random shelf in our counter where we put things and they pull out a junk drawer and show it. And <laughs> there's all sorts of parodies to it now. It's funny. Nice. <sighs> I could be Italian. I could do it. Great callback. Great. Oh, by the you way, cannot, you cannot change your genetics. <laughs> it's unfortunate. By the way, listen to us on Spotify and Apple and Google and Spotify and Apple. And on Apple, give us a review, preferably five stars. Tell your friends. Share these episodes with people. It does not take a lot of effort to click like or share. It doesn't take a lot of effort. I promise you. For the record, there you, go. Uh, you don't need to listen to us on all of those things. If, if you want to listen, you don't even to need to listen. On just do- subscribe and download <laughs> and just let the new episodes uh, download every day. I don't even care if you listen every day. We put it up or every week episodes out every day. Just let all the new episodes download. You don't even need to listen if you don't want. <laughs> just subscribe and download at least. Uh, it's all free. Imagine that. It's all free. Uh, all right. Uh-huh. Well, I guess that's it, huh? It sounds like it. If you're done, Happy New Year. If you're done yelling at the audience that does listen to us, yes. Yeah, I, I love them so much. <laughs> everyone that I should have a I should have a, a steak steak cookout this summer for everyone who does listen. There you go. Yep. All twelve of our listeners enjoy your steak. It's gonna wipe me out of steak. <laughs> though, so maybe I shouldn't have said that. For a, what? <laughs> all four people that show up. <laughs> yes. Maybe I'll make. Maybe I'll make yeah. hamburgers. That's a very specific Venn diagram. People that listen. People that would actually show up. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's a yeah, no, one, no one. No one goes to social gatherings anymore. It's a real disappointment. Yeah, this weird yeah. pandemic thing. I hate it all. Oh, it's so social <laughs> is what makes the world. I'm great. Sure 
people are just going to flock to Adam's great barbecue, free steak and hugs. <laughs> uh, Sounds like I should probably prepare for thousands. Cause who wouldn't want that? A little bit of pedophilia <laughs> with, with your meat. Ped will feel you. There it is. I'm glad you picked up on it. I'm glad you didn't jump to direction. Me. <laughs> uh, that's, that has America's to be. favorite up and coming rapper. <laughs> uh, nice. All right. The 90s, baby. Hot, hot. Just about ripped my cord out when I did that. Necessary. What? Which one? Urkel. Mine? What's wrong with Urkel? <laughs> I was, I was gonna make up my own name, but I you still can. Be. Nothing's stopping you. I will not be pronouncing myself as that. I was hoping you wouldn't catch it until you announced it. Make up your own name then. Who's Erex Sean? Is that a rapper? <laughs> yeah. You never heard of him? No. He's new. <laughs> No, he's new. Yeah. Huh. I'm going to have to Google that. I don't know if I trust you guys. <laughs> well, well, <laughs> don't trust us. Okay. Oh, I love all these Iowa State fans who constantly talk shit about Iowa on Twitter. Just in their feelings right now. I I take the high road. I just don't say anything. I just laugh because I know that we're big brother. <laughs> I just laugh because big brothers don't pay attention to little brothers. <laughs> Seven and six. You do realize that I am now using that, right? Like you, you little get brothers make all the noise, and big brothers just laugh and then go hang out with their friends. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> I think we I'm found kidding. a cold, I think we found a no, cold open, not. and I'm directed one hundred percent directed at Tom. <laughs> Yours was, mine wasn't. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I don't want to piss off. I don't want to piss off our Iowa State crowd. Yeah, they're about they expect the only it from Steve. They don't expect it from me. <laughs> wow.